Welcome to the e-commerce badassery podcast, the place for scrappy female entrepreneurs who want to learn actionable steps and strategies to grow the traffic, sales, and profit in your e-commerce business. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster, a 20-year retail veteran who spent three years as the only employee of a seven-figure online store. That shit was crazy. I know exactly how it feels to do all the things, and I'm sharing everything I learned the hard way so you don't have to. I may have started this business by accident, but supporting badass bosses like you lights me the fuck up, and I am so stoked to see you grow. Are you ready, babe? Let's roll. Welcome back to the e-commerce badassery podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster. Over the last few weeks, you may have heard some rumblings, some hints, some mysterious messaging about new things coming to Klaviyo. The good news is, this time they remembered to let their partners know about these changes, and they explained these changes ahead of time so that we could update and educate our audience. So that's what today's episode is all about. First, we'll cover the two big public announcements Klaviyo made on June 23rd that are definitely confusing people and a couple of others they made to their partners earlier in the month that are going to be more relevant to you as a small business owner. All right, so first up is the introduction of Klaviyo One, which is the enterprise version of the Klaviyo platform. There are a few main features included with the enterprise version that are generally needed by larger organizations. For instance, SAML and SSO sign-in. I'm not gonna go through all the details of this because while I do understand what it does at a high level, I can't articulate it. And honestly, for 99% of you, it's not needed whatsoever. The easiest way to explain this though is like when you use your Google or Facebook account to sign up for a platform versus using your email with a separate password. The other feature that's coming for Klaviyo One is a better onboarding experience. Larger companies with big email lists already get a better onboarding experience than small businesses, to be honest, and they get a customer success manager that they meet with monthly. But Klaviyo One is taking it a step further with better migration support from your old tool and more strategy support to get you up and running on the platform. Additionally, Klaviyo One will come with 24-7 support and priority response time, putting you at the front of chat during regular business hours, for example. At the time of this recording, they haven't released the pricing of Klaviyo One yet, though it is coming in the next week or so of when this episode is published. Let's talk about what Klaviyo One is not. It is not a gate to a bunch of new features that anyone using the standard version of Klaviyo won't have access to. The main difference is the onboarding, the support, the addition of SSO, and more detailed user roles for those with really large teams. For 99.9% of you, this is not going to be necessary, and I don't want you to get FOMO when you start hearing this information and this name, Klaviyo One, getting thrown around. Think of it as a repositioning in the marketplace for Klaviyo. They have not traditionally been thought of as an enterprise solution. So this is their way of adding on a few things that enterprise-sized companies need so they can become a solid competitor in the space. The second big customer facing announcement was about their CDP customer data platform. This is also a bit confusing. So let's talk about it. 
a customer data platform is essentially one source of truth about your customers where you ingest and store data about them so you can make data-driven decisions. Your customer profiles, the place where you can have unlimited profile properties about your users, where you can connect your e-commerce platform, your rewards platform, your customer service platform, and store that data on their profile where you can then create segments in milliseconds based on this data so that you can target different content to different users based on the data that you have about them. That is all being done with Klaviyo's customer data platform. It's the basis for Klaviyo. If you are using Klaviyo for your email marketing, you already have this product. What Klaviyo is doing now is they are releasing their customer data platform as a standalone product. So even if you don't use them for email marketing, you can still use their technology to better understand your customers and you don't need a developer to identify segments of your customers. In the past, most customer data platforms require SQL, a programming language to create segments of customers based on the data that you have. Whereas with Klaviyo, you just use their drop-down menus and parameters to create your segments. This is, of course, a very simplified overview. But again, I don't want you to have FOMO about a CDP. When you start hearing that term more and more, you already have access to it as a Klaviyo email customer. Again, this is more about repositioning themselves in the market. Okay, now let's talk about some other updates they gave their partners that they'll be rolling out over the next few months. If you run Facebook ads and use Klaviyo, you may already know that you can use your Klaviyo segments to build Facebook ad audiences. Well, good news, because in August, they'll be rolling out audience support for Google ads as well. This way you can target ads to specific audiences, exclude specific people, and even create lookalike audiences. Another integration that's coming is Wix. Now, you know, I'm all about Shopify for e-commerce stores, but if you're using Wix already and have had FOMO about Klaviyo, watch out for that integration coming sometime in Q3. They'll also be adding an integration with Zendesk for SMS conversations, which is pretty cool if you use Zendesk and that one might actually already be out. If you're a Klaviyo SMS user, they're going to be releasing something called virtual contact cards. These will prompt users to save your contact info in their phone so they can more easily recognize messages from you. And then last but certainly not least is sometime by the end of the year, they'll be releasing full rollouts and updates of the new email builder, including addressing a lot of the bugs that come up with that new builder. The updated email builder has been out for a while, but it's not all integrated with the legacy version. So all of your existing templates, content, save blocks would have had to have been recreated in the new builder. When they first released it, I do remember them saying they would make it possible to migrate your existing templates to the new builder. And I hope that's still going to be a thing but I've used the new builder a lot with some of my most recent email setup clients. And it really is like buggy AF. So I'm excited for this update. Most of all, to be honest, because I really just want to be able to implement it more, but I've created entire templates that never saved and all sorts of weird stuff. One of my favorite parts about the new builder is that it includes sections, which makes it way easier to take advantage of dynamic content. So I can have an image and a text block all in one section and make that section dynamic. 
instead of having to make each individual block dynamic. They also have universal blocks. So if you want to change your header or footer, you can update that in one place and it will automatically update across all of your emails, which is such a time saver. And based on what they said, I'm thinking Q1 of 2023 is when I'm going to come back and tell you guys to start making that migration. And I'll likely put together a VIP day service if you want to hire that out. So stay tuned. Oh, and before we go, there is one other feature that was released recently, but kind of went under the radar and I haven't played with it that much because I just kind of randomly came across it, but they added a subject line assistant that you can use when you're creating campaigns. I'll stick a link in the show notes to their documentation on this feature if you want to learn more about that. And then a friendly reminder that if you struggle to use the Klaviyo platform or feel like you're not using it to its full potential, I have a course, Klaviyo Badassery, that teaches you how to use it from a tech perspective, including advanced features like dynamic content, which you hear me talk about a lot. It's available on my website right now, and I'll put a link for it in the show notes as well. As always, thank you for spending your time with me today, and I'll see you on the flip side, friend. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you're looking to surround yourself with more product entrepreneurs who totally get your life right now, get your booty on over to the e-commerce badassery Facebook group. Can't wait to see you there. Until next time, e-commerce friends, stay badass.